Good evening. I'm Angela Kokot in for Ben O'Hara Byrne. If you are just joining us, we're having a conversation about the federal government's consultations, looking at reducing the 60% cap on alternative lenders. Now, before the break, we did hear from the Canadian Lenders Association, which represents those companies. Its concern is that lower rates would mean many people would be denied credit, forcing them to turn to payday loans with rates as much as 10 times higher. My next guest may beg to differ. Donna Borden is a leader with ACORN Association of Community Organizations for Reform Now. She's in Toronto and she joins us this evening. Donna, thanks so much for your time this evening. Thank you for having me. Uh, give me a little bit more detail on your organization. What does ACORN do? We um, fight for social justice. We have um, we fight for housing. Um, we help people with evictions. We fight for like the predatory lendings. They were one of the main ACORN is one of the main groups that fought for the payday lending to get the regulations in place for payday lending. We uh, have internet for all. We do a lot of uh, groups of seniors groups. We um, we do so much. We're yeah. TTC is we even meet with people with the TTC, and uh, housing is a big, big part of it. We do a lot with housing, which is amazing because it's you know we need something you know to be done with that as well. But two of our biggest campaigns are the internet uh, or the uh, housing and the. Um, in the predatory lending. And we also have like, we have over 144,000 members and it's counting. I think it could even be up to 160 now. Last time I checked, it was 144 and it's all over Canada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Donna, was it actually your own experience with high interest loans that really got you involved in ACORN? Just give me a little bit of your background. It was. I took out a loan um, after my mom died in 2004, 2005 to consolidate. I actually went to the Royal Bank, a bank that I had been at for about 25 years. And they're the ones that referred me to them. I really didn't know much about the installment loan companies. So I went there just so I'd have like the one monthly payment. Little did I know I kind of did. I made a deal with the devil. Um, so I like almost 10, close to eight, 10 years later, I'm still paying off the same loan. They kept, uh, refinancing it. What they, they loan flipping is when they would to, they'll do is a contact you and say, Oh, you know, we have to re-sign all the documentation. So you would sign over again. And essentially you just start your loan all over again. And I didn't realize I asked, I thought I asked all the proper questions about the interest. I thought I knew what I was talking about, but it just basically seemed like it was a loan that would never, ever go away. And so finally, I just went to uh, a debt consolidation. I went to Credit Canada, and uh, they still were making changes even on Credit Canada. And after several years of paying all my debts off, I finally, I still apparently owed them $7,000, and the interest apparently was lowered to 15000 So I just basically told them to get lost. Um, and during that time, I was trying to, I was trying to file a complaint against them and her exact words, the girl, because she was calling my dad, telling my dad I was a deadbeat. She was calling my work. She was calling. They threatened me. One of the guys threatened to come to my house and slap the money out of me. And I, um, when I started looking around to file a complaint, there was nobody. She said, oh, we're bulletproof. Nobody will take a complaint about us. And I found out, like, they're right. Nobody will take a complaint. And the only people that were fighting anything about it was Acorn. And when I went to Acorn, my first meeting was John Anderson. And we called him Johnny Acorn. 
Well, so let's yeah. talk about this fight that Acorn has when it mm-hmm. comes to reducing this 60% cap on the mm-hmm. alternative lenders. As I said, my guest before the break was saying if they have to reduce it, more people will be denied any kind of credit and they'll be turning to even higher risk companies like the payday loans. What do you say to that and what do you think is the better option? Well, the for, well, the better option would be for the banks and for other companies to step up and provide loans to people instead of letting people have to go to these people. But uh, the payday loans, there's regulations for payday loans. They have a set of guidelines they have to run by. Um, and also the payday loans are the ones that are providing installment loans as well. So they're still going to have customers. Um, until And well, Acorn has always said, this um, until we find an alternative to people, we we know that people need to go to the payday loans. So it's also less money. It's under fifteen hundred dollars. So they're not going to be as in debt for as long as they would be. So I think uh, they're just trying to do a, a scare tactic to scare people, thinking, well, you know, people will be worse off, and I don't think they will be worse off. They're still going to make a, a lot of money. They're making huge profits. They're still going to make a lot of money, even at thirty percent interest is still going to make a lot of money. Is that where you'd like to see the cap then reduced from 60% to 30%? Well, we're seeing 30. We know that the Senator wanted it for 20 plus the bank prime rate, but we're saying it shouldn't be any more than 30% and also including the, um, also including all the fees that they charge, you know, they, they charge people, uh, you know, insurance and they finance it into loan. So you're paying that 60% on the insurance costs as well. So we're saying that the amount should include everything. Every fee, everything should be, it should only be 30% and it shouldn't be, you know, if it was up to me, the insurance shouldn't be financed into the loan at all, but it's not, you know, you can only fight for so much, but at this point it's just lowering the interest and having, we need more regulations. There has to be a complaint process. People need to be able to go to someone and complain when these companies are not doing what they're supposed to do. Donna, I'm so glad you had time for us tonight. We will follow this story closely. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for for speaking with me. I appreciate it. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.